The Sharpened Artist Color Pencil Podcast. Inspiration and innovation. We're talking everything you want to know about this medium that we love so much. And we're your hosts, John Middick and Barb Sodiropoulos. Hey there, welcome back to the show. My name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com, and I am joined by my co-host, Barb Sodiropoulos of BarbSodiArt.com. Barb, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I am well. So I'm looking forward to this particular podcast. I just love talking about products. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about our very favorite products that you may consider for gifting to someone, or maybe you want to give this particular list to someone to gift you with. So this is our gift guide episode. Barb and I went through here and we curated, made sure that we didn't repeat anything that we talked about last year. So I think that's that's a good thing to do. It was rather difficult because I had several <laughs> when I didn't look at it. I had several that were the same from last year. Well, you know, you have your your go to products, so that's, yeah, it's, it's understandable. Yeah. But, you know, we want to try to give give people something new. So. Yeah, and I need to switch it up and not just get in a rut, right? So, all right, <laughs> it's fine. Sometimes you find the things that work for you. Right? Yeah, so. it's, it's true. Um, yeah. Okay, so I guess I'll just dive right in here, Barb. First on yep. my list here is the Derwent Spritzer. I love this thing. It's a very useful tool for just spraying a fine mist of some water on your project. If you want to do it that way, you can also use like that aqua board from Carindosh. And if you grind up pencil, then you just spritz it right there on your board. It works really well. Any type of water soluble medium that you're working in, if you just need just a little tiny bit of water, not a whole lot, just to redampen something just a little bit or add a little more liquid to it, rather than having to go and dip a brush into some water and then not getting the right amount. Um, this thing works so, so well. You can just spray the tip of the pencil also if you want to do that. Uh, or one of the Carindosh uh, crayons, the Neocolor 2, works really well with that. So, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, first on my list here. It's very affordable. It's around 8 bucks, And uh, I've got several of them. And it only holds like, you know, it's really small. So it only holds, I don't know what that is, maybe a couple of ounces, something like that, maybe. But it's really good. If I was... I'm gonna say something in milliliters, and then I was like, "Well, <laughs> don't confuse me with your metric." I know it's like there. it's like it's like when we try to talk about the weather, and one of us has to Google Fahrenheit to Celsius or whatever. I, I just, just to totally understand. resist all that metric stuff because it's more logical. So I'd rather not I deal mean, with that. <laughs> and the rest of the world uses it, so why would you want to learn it, right? Why would I want to learn Anyways. something? <laughs> oh exactly. man. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Um, my first pick is the Faber-Castell Kneaded Eraser. Now, I don't have it in the case that it comes in, but for those of you watching the video version, it's basically like, a, I mean, if you've never used a kneaded eraser before, they're kind of like, uh, it's almost like a molding putty yeah. or something. It's it's a little bit sticky, but yeah. I love this eraser for, and I mean, they certainly come in other brands as well. This is just the one that I tend to buy. But uh, it's really great for erasing um, 
just even that, you know, sometimes when you're working on your, if your artwork, if you're not masking out all the areas you want to leave white around your subject, sometimes you get a little bit of transfer, a little bit of a, you know, a haze mm-hmm. um, of, of color in the areas that are white. And this works really great for just going in and erasing that away. Um, you can use this for various different effects too, just kind of lifting a little bit of colored pencil up if you want. Um, just to, you know, if you want to add in even a little bit of a pattern into something, this works really well for that. And one of the things I really like about it as well is when you're erasing, there's no eraser dust from this. Yeah. So it's really actually great for travel as well. Um, I wouldn't say that you necessarily get as good of an erase as you do with some other erasers, but, uh, this definitely has its advantages and, um, it's it's great, like I said, for for certain techniques and also for just getting those areas white again. Now the Faber Castell one. Do you notice any difference, like in that one versus uh, others? Um, I'm just curious. I don't know. Um, you know, I've used other ones and they are relatively the same. Okay. I just personally, I mean, I'm a little bit of a I have a little bit of a bias towards this brand as it yeah, is, but. Yeah. I just find um, this is the one that I've always just been happy okay. with, and so I just continue to buy yeah. it. Um, there's not really been a reason for me to to buy a different one. I mean, they, like I said, they're certainly available in other brands, right. but um, I just like this one particular particularly. But I mean, you can always just get a couple different ones and try them out. I was looking at um, needed erasers the other day, and I noticed there was one brand that was called Needable Eraser. And, oh, okay. And then there's an, and then most of the brands, I think, call it a needed eraser. The other thing I forgot to mention with this is that when you do get color on this, you just have to essentially fold it into itself, and it'll, like, reabsorb the yeah. color. It's kind of magical. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, it, honestly, yeah. you know, I know kind of geeking out over something that... Um, <laughs> Probably everyone knows about, I suppose, but I love yeah. a needed eraser and they've been around yeah. for so long, but it, it, is, it is just like an essential for, for any, um, yeah. drawing medium at all. I think, I mean, it's, yeah, and it's great so for charcoal and graphite and stuff too. Yeah. It's not just for colored pencils. So, um, yeah, I, I, I never used to use them to be honest with you. I, I don't know. Hmm. I just, for whatever reason, just thought it wasn't for me. And then one day I, Decided to start using it, and it was just a game changer. Yeah. And now it's like a, a tool that I can't live without. Yeah. So, well, yeah. A little fun fact, too, guys. Um, the reason why it's called a kneadable eraser, you might think it's because a kneaded eraser because of uh, being able to knead it like that, but it's actually because you have to have it. It's essential. You need it. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, my. <laughs> JK. <laughs> Wow. Wow. I didn't know we were I didn't know we were doing puns this episode. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Next on my list, I've got the Derwent line maker. And I like the ones in the color. The black ones are great too. But these these guys, they're a, a little fine line pin that you can use to sign your artwork. So they come in an assortment of colors. Uh, they've got a purple, a red, like a fuchsia kind of color, uh, green. Um, so they're really, really pretty nice. And they're permanent. They're fast drying. And you get a, you get a real fine line. So if you are trying to sign your colored pencil piece in a colored pencil and you have to sharpen it like a billion times to get, to get it real fine, um, then just switch over to a marker like this and it works so, so well. I like the, the 
uh, size. Uh, they work really well. But yeah, yellow, red, pink, purple, blue, green. And uh, it's just like a perfect little nib that you can use. They work over top of colored pencil? Yeah, they like do. Like they're even they the do, waxier actually, yeah. ones? Oh, yeah, I mean, awesome. I've I've had a lot of luck just using them. Um, so instead of my Micron black pen, uh, you can use one of these. They they work very, very similar to like a Micron pen. Oh, They're nice. really nice. So. Nice. Yeah. Oh, awesome. All right. Uh, moving on, the next pick I have on my list is the Prismacolor Premier Handheld Sharpener. Mm. Um, I've done a review on this on my blog before as well, but um, I really like this sharpener. It's actually, I think, the fourth or fifth one I've purchased um, over the years. Um, you do eventually have to get new ones because the blade will dull, but I really like this one as a travel sharpener. Um, ironically, I actually like using it more with my Faber-Castell pencils than I do my Prismacolor <laughs> ones. Um, I find it actually works a little bit better for those ones. But it does have uh, the two size um, right. options for sharpening for the the different tips. So a little bit blunter of a tip and a little bit sharper of a tip. You may not be able to see that on camera very well, but... Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's great. It has this little compartment that holds the the shavings like a decent amount, and it has a little lid as well, so you don't get the little debris kind of mm -hmm. falling out if you put it into a pencil case or you're just carrying it around in in a bag or something like that. So um, yeah, I really enjoy this one. I, I use it all the time, and like I said, I've bought quite a few of them, and it's relatively inexpensive. Um, so yeah, that's my that's my next pick for a handheld sharpener. Those things are great for travel, especially like yeah. you know they don't take up a lot of space. Too no so, no yeah, and like you yeah, said, really you're not like gonna have shavings one. just floating all over the place, corrupting your bag. Totally, that's. Yeah, and some of them are really good about that, like having kind of an enclosed compartment, and other ones don't. Sometimes they're just open at the top, and then you end up with little bits of colored pencil everywhere because if it, you know, tips over or something, sometimes right. they kind of migrate out. So right. I like that this one has that feature. Next on my list is the UART pre-mounted boards, and you can use these for colored pencils. So this is the UART sanded paper. comes in seven different grades of grit level and I really prefer the 800 and 600 grade but you get it mounted on this PVC board from the company itself or you can use one of the e-tailers to purchase from and it's just so nice when you're working on that pre-mounted board you don't have to mess with trying to you know tape this down somewhere on a on some kind of surface or a board yourself you don't have to mount it yourself it's already mounted for you, and it's it's such a sturdy, hard surface. And it, in my opinion, it actually does change the way the pencils adhere and apply to the surface in a good way. I mean, it's it's just fantastic. As I've tried it a lot of different ways, I've tried just the the uh, sheet by itself, not mounted anywhere. I've mounted the sheet to an ampersand board before. Uh, I've just tape down the sheet to a drawing board while I'm working on it. And then I've used this PVC material where it's already pre-mounted. I've also used the, like a pressed board where it's mounted on this board. I can't remember what they call that, but that one is good, but it's, um, it's not, not quite as good as the PVC mounted board. So yeah, that's next on my list. Nice. Give it a try. Nice. 
Awesome. Uh, okay, so moving on. Uh, next, uh, you know, we're probably wondering when we're going to have a pencil show up here. <laughs> <laughs> and so, that I mean, certainly it. not... A, Right. Certainly not a new product, but uh, my next recommendation is the Derwent Intense pencils. Um, I really like these as a, you know, it is, some people debate whether this is actually a colored pencil or not. I think that they no, are. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, really, really great if you're looking to get into more of a water soluble medium. What I really yeah. like about the Intense pencils is. They definitely are, um, they live up to their name. <laughs> I feel like the, you know, the the pigment is very intense, um, much more so than some of the watercolor pencils that sometimes you will get. Some of them are great, but I feel like every single pencil I've tried in this product is very, very intense. You mm -hmm. don't really need a lot of the dry pigment to get a lot of you know, uh, I guess coverage right. with it. So in its wet form. And um I would say too, it's, it's, it really like makes it worth the money for that reason. Like I've had these for a while and I've used them quite a few times and, you know, I'm still, I still, I traveled this up without them mm -hmm. falling. Yeah. I haven't gone through them that much, but I just feel like they're so pigmented, which right. is awesome. And I really, really enjoy this product. Uh, some of the light fast ratings are a little bit here and there, but I mean, if you want to use this as uh, in a in a mixed media piece or as, you know, for your base layers, just to kind of get your the white of your paper covered, um, you can do that. But you can also use these pencils in their dry form and mm -hmm. they perform really well yes. as well. So um, yep. we did do a special episode on Derwent. That was episode 308. We did a roundtable discussion. Right. With, um, uh, some of the people that work directly with Derwent and a representative from um, Derwent. So if you want to um, check out that episode, you can go back and listen to that. But uh, yeah, I really, I really like these intense pencils. I think if you, if you're trying to, you know, try out something that's um, a, a water soluble version of a colored pencil, I would really recommend those because mm -hmm. I think they just, they're, you might find they're a little bit easier. That said, if if you want like a slower build, you might want to try an actual like, you know, marketed as a watercolor pencil. But these intense ones, I think, are pleasantly uh, surprising with how saturated they are. Absolutely. Yeah. And episode 308 is still one of our most downloaded episodes. It was a, a very popular episode. A lot of good information packed in there. Right, Barb? Um, from what I recall, yeah, we just... We really um, talked about just about everything that would yeah. concern a colored pencil artist with regard to Derwent products. So very yeah, very I really think it's one of their best products in my opinion. Yeah, I so, do too. Like, it's one of my favorite, I guess. I don't it's know if it, maybe that's super too. biased, but and and I recently just used it as an underpainting. Uh, but I'm kind of like you, Barb. I like them dry as well. Um, yeah, just using them dry works really well, but. Well, I find like that's the thing is sometimes you'll get a watercolor colored pencil and they work great in their wet form, yeah. but dry, they're kind of like questionable yeah. or you can't really get them very sharp or there's something about them that maybe, you know, in their dry form, they're not necessarily ideal, right. but I feel like they really figured out how to make this a good product in either form. Yeah, so exactly. And it comes I really in like blocks and pans too. So that's a nice thing yeah, about it. Yeah, which is great. Mm -hmm. So if you... You know, if you decide you want to do a piece exclusively in this medium, you could just get the blocks or the pans if you wanted to do your, you know, your base layer or your underpainting, if you want to call it that. Right. And 
then you could just go in and do detailing with the dry version of the pencil. But then if for whatever reason you decide you want to blend something out, you still have that ability. So one of the things I really like about this set of 12 as well is that it doesn't come with a white pencil. So what's nice about that is that sometimes the white pencil ends up being a bit of a throwaway pencil, I feel like, in these sets of 12. It either doesn't work like you want it to or just really just has no function. Um, You know, there's exceptions to that, obviously, but not every white pencil is the same, unfortunately. So, um, but what's nice is you get a nice selection of kind of earthy tones with some bright colors in there. So if you wanted to do Mm -hmm. any, you know, landscapes or even animals, like you have a good range of pencils here that you can use. And also because they blend really well together, I mean, you can create new colors too. So um, it's a really versatile set. And I like, I love the idea when something is basically two mediums in one, like this kind of is. So um, again, I just think it's a really good, uh, you know, if you want to, get your feet wet in this t- you know water soluble colored pencil i think that these are a great product to do that with and you can go on top of them with your normal wax and oil based mm-hmm. colored pencils which is so cool mm-hmm. love that okay so next on my list here is the sennelier pastel card paper pads this is such a good paper i was resistant for a little while because the price tag on them, it's a, it's a little high, I feel like. But after I started testing with it a little bit and I started using it a little just to test some pencils out, and I'm super impressed with it. I've not done a full painting or drawing on it yet, but I'm excited about doing that and looking forward to doing it very quickly. This I would compare this to a sanded paper. It is a non-absorbent kind of surface, so very rough texture on top and it is made for primarily for pastel so oil and soft pastel so it works great with charcoal and graphite and with colored pencil and it even says perfect for on their bullet points it has in their pastelis and colored pencil artist so there you go guys yeah and it's a 200 pound card weight uh there are 12 sheets in uh, the pad that i got anyway but that texture is a very interesting texture. It's very different from anything else I've I've tried. Um, it says also, uh, one of their features, it says a layer of microfibrous uh, cork and vegetable flakes. So I'm not sure what all that is, but it sounds really great. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a um, recipe almost. My goodness. It, yeah. So if you get hungry, you could nibble on the I edges. Mean, like, I, I, I would not recommend that, but okay. <laughs> No, maybe not. But um, but anyway, it sounds uh, sounds like, you know, there's a lot of thought that uh, went into uh, this particular surface and I'm I'm really enjoying it. So it comes in a variety of colors, Naples yellow, natural sienna, burnt sienna, uh, light gray and light blue and anthracite black. So that's kind of cool for those of you that especially love working on a uh, toned surface and that's uh, a great way to go as well and yeah that's that's my recommendation right nice well i also have a toned surface recommendation (laughs) awesome mine are uh the the well the kind that i want to specifically recommend is the strathmore toned series of the mixed media paper yeah so so good i know love 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 these um i find i do Mm -hmm. a lot of my artwork on these now 
Um, what's great about these is they come in, I believe, five different colors. So there's the toned blue, toned gray, toned tan. They have a toned black as well. And then there's just the regular white as well. And so what's really nice about the mixed media paper is it's a little bit thicker. It's 184 pound paper, um, 300 GSM. And, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, it comes in a variety of sizes. These uh, six by eight ones are nice just because it's great for if you want to like test it out more and just try some smaller right. pieces. But uh, because I tend to use a lot of different mediums in my work, I really, really enjoy it for that. I've actually been doing uh, pep portraits a lot on the toned blue and gray um, as of lately. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so yeah. what I'm doing is I'm using actually Pam Pastel with them and then going over top with uh, colored pencil. And I find that's it's Ooh, working quite well. So I bet that's really vibrant on that. It that, is. Uh, yeah. Blue because it's kind of dark. Yeah. So yeah. I've got, a, I've done a couple of examples on my website if you're interested in looking at those, but uh, I actually really awesome. like it for those two mediums together. And I mean, I'm using Pam mm -hmm. Pastel kind of as a you know, your your sort of base color or whatever. I'm not really using it very heavily, but it, it really still yeah. adheres to the paper quite well. And then you're still able to go over top oh, wow. with colored pencil with quite a few layers. So I've been really, really enjoying it for that. So that's my that's my recommend for, for paper. Nice. I love it. That kind of surprises me. I didn't know that pan pastel would work so well yeah. on that smooth surface. Yeah, like that. the the, That's cool. the portrait I did of uh actually two the two recent portraits I did of my dog. Um, I did on, on toned, uh, mixed media paper. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> All right. Well, um, you know, Barb, I think I'm out of products. Um, <laughs> did you talk about <laughs> there's one, I, I think we went through all of mine. Oh. I started. I started. Did you talk first. about the Windsor than... and Newton fourteen round brush? I don't think you talked about that. Nope. I I just skipped over that oh. one. So just kidding. Um, got one more here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So the Windsor and Newton. Windsor and Newton Scepter Gold Two brushes. I've been loving these for for a while, but I recently purchased the size fourteen round brush, and that that sucker is big, but it it works so well because of the the shape of that brush and just the size. Also, it it just um, you feel like you've got something substantial in your hand. Secondly, when working in solvent in colored pencil or even in your water-based mediums, you've got so much control with a tip like that. You can make so many different marks with that particular shape. So I've been really loving that. If I need something that's really large and broad, that brush fits the bill. And if I need something small, believe it or not, that tip is, it can be, you know, small enough to be able to uh, wield just a, a pretty fine line, not not extremely fine, but small enough. So it's uh, very versatile in that way. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, I forgot to mention that we did do a specific episode on Strathmore, if you haven't heard that already, where we talked to Sarah Prentice from Strathmore, and that's episode oh, yeah. 336, if you want to go yeah. back and listen to that one and hear pretty more good. about the the company and, uh, you know, some some insights behind their papers as well. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, awesome. Okay, so for, for my final pick, this is kind of a newer, well, at the time of the release of this podcast, it probably won't be new anymore, but, <laughs> but a newer <laughs> release, a book recommendation I have for Drawing Animal Portraits and Colored Pencil by Lisa Ann Watkins. She actually did an interview on the podcast that was episode 296, so if you want to go back and yep. listen to more about Lisa, 
you could do that. She's certainly uh, very popular in the colored pencil community. So, so not, not a new right. face. Um, nope. I really, I just got this book this week and um, I actually really, really like it. And I really wanted to talk about it and recommend it because I think sometimes colored pencil books can be a little bit dense um, in terms yeah. of the information. Yeah. And, and I think, uh, you know, it's, it, well, it's interesting and good to know, and you want to learn some of that stuff and the history and all that Sometimes you just want to get right down to it. <laughs> and uh, right. I feel like this book does a really good a, a job of being um, the book equivalent of of a video, essentially, um, oh, in, nice. in the sense that, you know, there's a good amount of pictures, uh, but also some descriptive copy. And, you know, if you want to just turn to a page and kind of digest the information within like 10 minutes, you can uh, or less. Uh, she does a really great job um, talking about materials, um, different supports, techniques, and showing different techniques, which is great. And then, of course, there's um, a bunch of different uh, example tutorials like she goes into showing. I'll just show a one page or spread here about, you know, just going in nice. and doing detailing on a nose, for example. So, you know, oh, that looks like it's illustrated really yeah, well. Yeah, she like does a great a job. Pictures the, the pictures are great, really clear, really up close. Um, you know, I mean, she's been teaching for a very long time, and I think she's done a really yeah, great job of, of encapsulating, um, you know, her methods and and sort of the all the things you need to know. Like even this spread right here, I'll show you this quickly. Um, for people watching the video version, she goes in talking about oh, techniques, yeah. you know, using subtraction methods and that sort of thing, nice. uh, different um, uh, tools you can use to do those sort of things. But I feel like it's just broken down in a really simple and easy way. It also mm -hmm. has, I mean, I bookmarked things with stickies, but it has these wonderful flaps in the front and back of the oh. book. So if you want, you could just bookmark your spot and yeah. then you're good. I mean, this is the kind of book, if you wanted to cool. read it cover to cover, you could do it in a weekend even, and then just go back through and, and read it. Like, I think it's really, it does a really good job of being thorough, but also not giving you so much information that you feel overwhelmed. So, right. um, right. I just, congratulations, Lisa. I think this is a great, yes. great book. And I hope, you know, I wish you all the success with it. And, you know, I'm happy to see people in the colored pencil community that are, you know, taking their, expertise and able to share it in this way so yeah especially a, a good teacher like lisa yes. and a uh, lovely person from i've never yeah, met her personally is. but she seems lovely oh, just talking with her on the podcast though when she did her interview she's such a genuine person so guys go back and check out that uh, episode for sure it's episode 296 um and the book it's very reasonably priced uh, around 20 bucks in USD, <laughs> so very, very good. Yeah. yeah, so very, very good. I love it. All right, I'm so glad that we were able to to recommend that. I can't wait to get it. I do not have that book yet. So yeah, I think it's, it's uh, you know if you're a collector of colored pencil uh, technique books and that sort of thing, it's definitely one to add to your. Which I am add to the bookshelf. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, awesome. Okay, well, I guess that about wraps yeah. it up, Or What do you think? Yeah, we, uh, I mean, we kind of. There's probably 20 more products we oh, could recommend. Oh, I mean, easily. But, I mean, here's the thing. Like, we're, we're giving you a list. And uh, for, yeah. for anyone who's interested, I also um, do a list on my website, too, which will have some different products than we talked about today. Just because I tend to use some different mediums than John. So, if you're looking for 
you know, more than just colored pencil mediums, you can head over to my blog and I'll have my, my list over there. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll get the link and we'll put it in the show notes and, and uh, you can just click on that link, get over there to uh, Barb's website for that particular blog post. Um, somebody asked me not that long ago, what, where do I find those show notes? They're at sharpenedartist.com slash podcast. That's where they are. So, and then, uh, you know, for the particular episode, you just do another forward slash and that particular number and voila, there you are. Okay, guys, this is, um, this is it. This is a wrap. So we're going to go ahead and say adios. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, if you've not left a rating and or a review for the show, we would appreciate that. You can reach out to the show anytime, podcast at sharpenedartist.com, and we'll talk to you again next time. Until then, take care and stay sharp. Bye-bye.